Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, gang. Sugar Shack, Aficionados, Tom Hayes, Austin, Massachusetts, Beantown, USA. Sometimes you meet somebody. Yeah, and it's time. Entertainment capital of the universe, 
Rudy Garino. Let's give it up for Rudy. Yeah, baby. Woohoo. We got another day, Tom. <laughs> got another day. You got up, right? I got up. That's good. 
Yeah, and everybody That's was awesome. expecting her to come out in her outlandish costumes, and she came out in a sweatsuit and bald. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Wow, you open for her. But I got to uh, I got to sit and hang with her. It was uh, an amazing moment, Fa- fabulous, fabulous time. And so now That's they're bringing awesome. in uh, people like Peaches and Herb. Uh, hopefully, they're going to bring some more soul acts. I talked to Andy of the Wong family who booked the club, he booked the act, and he apologized that he couldn't just give me permission right away because he remembered me, but he said he would contact the uh, the, the uh, management. He said they are having a meet and greet. Uh, so he says, he says, how long do you need? I says, give us 10 minutes. I always say 10 minutes, but we take a half an hour, whatever. Um, so uh, we'll see I think that looks very promising That's a week from Saturday And if anybody's listening Show up at the uh, Kowloon For some great soul music and memories With Peaches and Herb Yeah Yes You know And uh, Reunite I'm going to play it I'm going to play it Also I just uh, sent a text To our friend Jay Harvey Who was on the show last week and asked him about Stevie Wonder, and he said that Stevie is on a cruise right now. He has a Beatles band, so Stevie must do Beatles songs on these cruises. Wow, amazing! Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so at least they know where he is. So they just may be the people that can make the connection for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we're tracking that. But, 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 you know, we're always busy. You know, if we're not riding to New Hampshire to get taken for a lunch. (laughs) 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 And it was an expensive lunch, too. It wasn't a cheap one. You know, if you're going to get taken for a lunch, don't get taken for a cheap one. (laughs) Don't go to McDonald's. Go Go to a fine Italian restaurant and get really whacked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but uh, who found this investor? It's a guy I know. He's a really nice guy. I think he's in some trouble right now with uh, his business, and I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. He he invited us. He told us he wanted to get together. So he not only uh, invited us for a meeting, he decided to invite us to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't pay for lunch. We had to pay our own way. <laughs> you gotta laugh. You gotta stay away from that cat. Yeah. You gotta do what? Yeah. You gotta stay away from that guy. Oh, that's not. I told Billy that's the last time. <laughs> the Rolling oh, Stones Tom, had a song. This will be the last Tom time. Tom was pissed until midnight. <laughs> Oh, I was I flying. I was so angry. <laughs> that was well, uh, what it is. I want in. He said, I want in. I want in. Let me, you know, I want in. And we tried to get him, you know, included. And it was just like, you know, take me along for the free ride. I'm like, it doesn't work that way, dude. We've been working a year on this. You in? Write a check. And let's get the show on the road. Period. No bullshit. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted to go to the interviews. He thought it would be nice if he could go to the interviews. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it was not nice. It was not nice. But we learned. Uh, we learned we so, moved forward. Right. So we got Steve Harvey on top of uh, Stevie Wonder. And Steve Harvey sent me <coughs> Freddie Taylor's home number. 
So I'm going to, right after the show, I'm going to call Freddie Taylor to see what he can do for us in terms of uh, we'll get an interview with him because he had Paul's Mall and Jazz Workshop at the same time. I'm sure he can remember the times and, and all of that and uh, maybe even make some connections for us. Cool. Yeah, well, uh, can't hurt. That's right. Well, he books the Manhattans a lot, so at least we could maybe get to see them. <clears throat> and uh, so George is working on uh, Maceo Parker and Fred Wesley about trying to get them to talk about the times they were at the shack with uh, James Brown. Uh, so a lot of things. Oh, no, in uh, last night, uh, George Wilson said, let's go to Florida and meet with uh, our friend Wayne Cochran. So we're planning that, Rudy. Wayne Cochran, yeah. You remember, yeah, he, yeah he, guys up and he says, you got to take me. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, we'll get you over there, too. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> we'll figure that out. He says, you can yeah. come as long as you bring Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Hey, maybe, I, maybe we can fly him to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm only, I only joke. I'm joking around. But uh, somebody, uh, somebody I know had a wheelchair, and he took it apart and got into his car. That's pretty good. You take the wheelchair apart, you know. Uh, I, I said, but my wheelchair is almost 400 pounds. It don't work that yeah. way. But that would have right. been wow. good to take it apart and get in the car. Right. Right. Oh, my man. What All right, well, we've got a little music, but that's the news. It's good news. We keep rolling along. Billy was... Uh, you know, here was the interesting thing yesterday. Billy and this guy had a lot of common in common. They knew a lot of people in the restaurant business, the club business, uh, neighborhoods, and uh, you know, Billy couldn't put it over the line. I blame it on Billy. Yeah, blame it on me. It wasn't my fault. You knew him. You brought him to the table. He was actually a nice guy. <laughs> he, he just didn't understand the whole aspect of the business. I think you know. Right. Well, let's uh, let's make. Uh, Let's make uh, Rudy happy. Let's do a little music. Here we go. Arthur Conley, sweet show music. It's all about the music. Yeah.
you talk that How do I talk what? I know it. Well, you know, Billy and I have determined that that's going to be the very first song on the, uh, after Back to the Sugar Shack, which will be the uh, overture, that's going to be the very first act inside the club, right, Billy? You got it. You ain't gonna top that one, and you gotta see no. him doing, dancing from one end to the other, doing Sam and Dave. Well, wow. we'll get some cool cat to uh, to imitate him. We can, I'm sure we can find him on YouTube, and get some uh, some way to to represent him as the best way possible. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to um, jump right ahead. We were just speaking about this group. Peaches and Earth. Let's uh to ever leave your side. Me minus you is such a lonely ride. The breakup we had has made me lonely inside. I realize I love you because I want your back.
coming over clear, Tom. All right. Well, let's see. Let's try another one here. Let's, uh, you know, I didn't realize how this song looks like it came from the 50s. Let's see um, see how this plays out. I just uploaded this one. Let's see how we do it. Oh, that's Percy. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play this. Let's play this. How's that one coming across, Rudy? Good. Okay, there we go. Let's play that. That probably was just the uh, the recording on the other one. Here we go. We'll play Percy. Here we go. to that song that's we're going to emulate that documentary that came from that uh muscle shoals rich hall i think was the uh rick hall i think was the owner of the sound studio that uh found percy sledge he was a bell either the bell man or the bell captain 
down there in uh, in Tennessee or Memphis, and uh, came to him, and that was his first song right out of the bat, and boom, a big wow. one. Yeah. Wow. That was Great. unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what do you tell us what you remember about Percy Sledge? Well, I don't remember much, but uh, he did a wonderful job with that song. It was a big hit. Oh, God, huge. Still, still is. Ages. He was there. He was one of the first ones there. Yeah. That's great. Um, Amazing. Well, let's do a little uh, Peaches and Herb, an upbeat thing here. But that sounded pretty good, Rudy. Yeah. Percy Schwartz went over perfect. All right, let's see what uh-huh. we do on this one with purchase and features and herbs.
many times did you have them there, Rudy? Peaches and herb. Uh, I think two or three times. Yeah. Did they draw was, pretty well? Yeah, they did good. I was just thinking maybe you should text Jay Harvey and tell him to. Uh, maybe we should bring him on board to track down, uh, like you said, Stevie Wonder because he worked with Stevie Wonder. He was uh, he was like the opening act, like. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, let me put uh, Billy on. Billy sounds like he's uh, doing the dishes when, so I had to put him on. You doing the dishes, Billy? No, I'm, actually, I'm actually on the road. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, we got you back on. Uh, uh, Rudy, I just texted him. I just texted yeah. Jay. Okay, so when he texts you back, say, uh, Rudy says, so why don't you get involved and follow up to try to reach uh, TV and uh, tell them about what we're trying to do. Get a soul festival going. Get something going, a documentary. You want to interview them and all that, you know? Or the documentary. Just tell them for the documentary. Then we can go into other things. Awesome. That's what I did. I did it already, Rudy. I did it. <laughs> so he's, he's, follow up on the. Uh, Follow up on that, that, uh, that he should, uh, you know, work, uh, work to try and bring Stevie on board. Rudy, I just yeah. did it, buddy. I just did it. Okay, no, he's, he's on top of it. He's on well, top he, of it, Rudy. Okay, good enough. That, he's on top a, of it. That's you know, when idea. you were honey yelling at us to do music, I was trying to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> No, you told me you did it. I'm, I'm trying to compliment you on what you did with that. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, he he's on top of it. He knows where he is, and as soon as he gets off the ship, he's going to try to get in touch with him. Beautiful. Yep. So now we we got uh, we got a lot of things in the fire between Wayne Cochran, Stevie Wonder, Maceo Parker, uh, you know, Peaches and Herb. We're, uh, wow. we're we're still moving here, yeah. and then plus we got what's the story on Jerry? I I don't ha- I haven't seen him. You know something? I'm actually in the area because I got to stop by the VA, and I'm gonna go in there and see if he's in the club in the North End. His phone has been shut off for a couple weeks. I can't get in touch with him. But I'm, uh, I'm right. over here. I'm over here, and I'm I'm near the North End. So when I get done with my appointment, I'm gonna ride over and see if he's in the club. Okay. Great. And uh, yeah, that's what I'll Great. do right when I leave here. All right. Well, let's do uh, another little peaches and herb here. We got Rudy. We're, we're, you know, you're a tough boss sometimes, Rudy. I said that was a good idea that you texted because I did yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he's uh, well, we talked to him about it last week. I just texted him to make sure he's following up, and he's definitely following up. No, no, I compliment you on uh, that idea that you sent him a text. I said that's a good idea. Oh, okay. Maybe. I did. I all right. I you're okay. I I did. I didn't hear right. Yeah. Uh, well, well, here let's. I was, let, I was saying that was a good idea that you texted him. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, so we're on track, and, you know, it's nice that I, I can do that now, that I've got his number, and 
you know, I can be a little bit of a pain in the butt, you know. Right, right. That's a good idea. Okay, cool. <laughs> let's. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's do what peaches and herbs suggest here. Let's all fall in love. Here we go. This is a quick song. This is a doozy. You know, I want or I wanted to talk about that groove thing um, a little bit. Did you notice uh, the beat in that? Did that remind you of anything, Billy? That beat in that song. Remind me, of, yeah, when I was a kid, <laughs> listening to that. Huh? <laughs> uh, well, what are you trying to get to? Well, here, let me see if I can enhance it. The clapping and the dum 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 yeah. dum dum. Whoever did that, like one of the biggest songs ever when you were growing yeah, up. Absolutely. What? No, Take no, high school not that problem. song. Not that song. But there was a song that started like that. You don't get it? What is it? No. What Michael is it? Jackson. Oh. Here, yeah, yeah, I'll let you yeah, listen yeah, again. Yeah. Tell me it doesn't sound like that. That beat? Yeah. Don't sing it on the moonlight. Don't sing it on the moonlight. Blame it on the boogie. No, no. No, no. That was the lead into Thriller. The Thriller. Listen to it. Remember when they... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they started that. One more time, we're going to drive you off crazy.
Yeah, that's uh, definitely 50s, don't you think, Rudy? Oh, that sounds like an old, uh, Jesus, he, you know, when he was there, he didn't look that old. Well, he wasn't, and uh, but this this particular song, they were really, really young, and I mean, you, that that tune was definitely out of the fifties, don't you think? Take, take, well, you're gonna take a picture of him, and uh, I'd like to see what he looks like. I hope he's not like an old man. <laughs> well, he kind of is, you know. I mean, we're all getting up there, you know. No hair. Yeah, but- <laughs> That's true. It's true, Rudy. You look fantastic. No, no, no. He doesn't look that old, but uh, it certainly he's not the young guy he was. That's for sure. But that's you know, like none of us are. Um, yeah. But uh, but no, he looks good. I mean, don't get me wrong. He looks good. He looks good, and his uh, his new his new gal definitely um, new new peaches looks definitely. Looks uh, oh, fantastic. He knows how to pick them. He's never had a bad one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a nice lifestyle, you know? I mean, uh, so he's, yeah. So, Billy, we still got you? Or maybe Billy's gone. We lost um, Billy. Well, maybe, maybe I got him on mute. <laughs> That's not fair. How you going, Billy? I'm going to take you off. Mute. I'm just want to. I'm playing with something here. I want to prove my point about that last song. So I'm trying to upload um, Thriller. But uh, poor Billy. Let me just make sure this goes through. Don't they have the dates in the release on those songs? Oh, that one. No, I didn't see the date on that. But it's definitely the 50s. I mean, there's no mistake in that. Um, There we go. All right, here we no, we lost Billy. Billy's gone. Um, but he's he's on the move. He's got a doctor's appointment or something today. Uh, well he's gonna look up Mr. Buffeo. I know it. This is a little silly. What the heck is uh, what's going on here? But uh yeah, hopefully. Um so anything new out there in Vegas with the family or anything else going on? No, nothing new. Nothing new. I'm still playing Megabucks, trying to fund our, our operation. <laughs> well, like I said, we got a little disappointed, get, uh, but that's not going to keep us from doing But, you know, I said, George, George hasn't been feeling well. He's had a gastrointestinal thing. He's had the hiccups for about three days. And, oh, um, yeah, that's not good. So he's taking care of that. But we're... Uh, you know, he's going to put the sizzle reel together. We're going to have 30 minutes. We're going to submit it to the um, to the film festivals. We want to get in the Roxbury Film Festival with it. And, uh, well, yeah, and I think time. we have to go to Henry Vara. Well, you, that, that's up to you. You could probably sell it better than me. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to make another phone call when I get off there. I'm going to call Freddie Taylor and see what uh, we got going with him. Jesus, Freddie must be way up in, uh, in uh, with his age. He must be my oh, age. Oh, I know, now. but God bless him. He's still active. He's still um, hustling a club in uh, Scholars over there on the on the Charles. That's something. That is something. Yeah. I yep. never left Boston. 
<laughs> well, I yeah, had to leave. I had to leave Boston. My allergy was killing me, and then the winters were no good for me. Slipping and falling. It oh God, it's awful. Yeah, it just You're wasn't right. meant. To, I gave up a beautiful townhouse. You wouldn't believe it. On two fifty-eight Commonwealth Ave. Oh my right, God! Right next to the Junior Chamberlain. College for girls. Oh, my God. I know the area. God, that thing is worth millions now. Million dollars now. Yeah, easy. 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 Yeah, that, that story. In the winter, I used to slip and fall, so I used to go to Miami. And then yeah, in the summer, all of a sudden, I developed ragweed. It, can't, it comes the first hot day, and it goes away the first cold day. Oh, so I used to summer and the winter. Then I asked my daughter, any place I can move that I don't have this problem? He says, yeah, Miami, Miami, Florida. I said, Miami, Florida? So I lived there in the winter. He says, live there all year round. You, you, you won't have a problem. So I go, no. <laughs> I spend the summer down there, and then when I come home, I said, I got to sell everything and move down there. That's what happened. I sold that's the when house. You opened, that's I when you opened Swingers? $80,000. Would you believe that? A, a five wow. apartment house, $80,000. In 72. Yep. Well, Boston, Boston was Boston wasn't the property it is. Nobody wanted to live in the city in those days. Yeah. Oh, now the rents are so high, 5000 3000 a month. Who ever heard of that? But you see, on Commonwealth Ave, what the, the gimmick there was that they, we had two bedrooms, and four girls would be sharing the rent of the apartment. They're all girls. Right. Two to each bedroom, and they'd be sharing the apartment. Yep. Well, that's what they're doing now here in South Boston. There's uh, these three deckers. There's each floor has three three uh, ladies in there, and uh, you know like they're all paying a thousand a month. Yeah, see, see, the property was like a mini hotel. It changed hands every year. The 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 tenants, you know, it isn't that we had a steady tenant. Every year, a new crew left and a new crew came in, so you had to pay attention to the house, uh, to the apartment. And I right. had nobody to take care of. Right. My brother, my brother was too hot tempered. I says, uh, "I'll get sued. <laughs> we'll lose the house." Right. Right. But he's got a daughter now that's very intelligent. Too bad she wasn't around then. Yeah. Her name's Dana. She's a real hep girl. Yeah. Um, Billy just but texted I, me. He's going in the doctor's. Uh, go ahead. I miss Boston, but I think it had to be, had to be. It's right. There's no second guessing it, buddy. There's no second guessing. We get taken where we're supposed to go. Right. You know, um, Absolutely. Just like the Sugar Shack documentary happened, it was meant to be, Rudy. <laughs> you know, the Sugar Shack 
it would have still been gone if that goddamn hotel didn't close. I know. Well, yeah, Imagine yeah, going bankrupt. Yeah, I know it. And then they turned that into condos. Yeah, then I know it. It must be all condos by now, right? Yep, it is. Yep. Well, everything was but, different then, Rudy. Everything was yeah, different. You know, the inner city that, was. You know what's good? The entertainment is going, uh, still going over there, because, like you say, Kowloon, uh, uh Billy uh, Blumenrick. Uh, you know, there's still action up there. A little bit, you know, yeah, places like that, you know, what you're missing is the little local clubs. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, there's only a handful. And again, you know, like we said before, when you sent the Lords or anyone out to the suburbs, it wasn't like the Sugar Shack. No, What, what I'm saying is, see, they don't have the policy that we had. See, after the first show, they probably throw them all out. I let them right. stay in. I let them yep. mingle. I let them yep. have fun. You know, everything was a fun atmosphere. You know, it wasn't a hustle. It was a no cover charge. Uh, you want to stay for another show, you got to pay a cover charge. You know, we didn't have any of that kind of stuff. Today, You're right, and that's what that's what made it relaxed and fun. You're right. It was it was fabulous. You're right. You didn't get the hustle. Right. When you come in, you paid that dollar or two dollars. The place was yours. Yep. You didn't You're right. You could hide there all day long for the two dollars. You had no drink minimum, no nothing. That's what made the club. You know. People You're right. Died. You're absolutely right. Yep. People thought I was crazy. Hey, listen, you're going to find deadheads no matter where. So I figured, let me beat the deadheads before they beat me. So a guy pays right. $2 or a dollar to come in, he's mingling around. He's adding to the to the soup. When you stir the soup, you got to add more stuff. He's, he's being added to the mix, the mix Absolutely. of the crowd. Absolutely. So that was you got it right. Problem. Nobody and, had and he that. Becomes a, and he becomes a regular. Right. Then he becomes a regular, and he talks about it. You know, I had That's another right. That thing. was your advertising. Right. There was another thing I had in Miami Beach. People used to come up to me, uh, and they say, "Where's the owner?" And uh, I used to I used to be near the door a lot because there was like a Chinese restaurant. And they say, the owner's over there. And they'd come up, hey, you know, Frank from Brooklyn told me to say hello to you. Oh, yeah, uh, how is he? He's good, he's good. How many in your party? Four or five. Hey, cop these people are. They're friends of Frank's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but those, those people, those guys were there, and they, they were so happy that they were going to come back. And they did. Of course. You know what I'm so of I went that way. And then that's word of mouth. They go over well, they go back home. Hey the guy Frank, he hey, hey Rudy knew you and everything else. Oh yeah, blah blah blah. Well you know it it creates uh, publicity, free reward publicity. It's what we talk about every week, Rudy, the buzz. 
Those were the. That's why the club in Florida went for ten years. That would have went forever if the the, the owner didn't die. But the the son was a cuckoo. Thought I was making yeah. too much. Don't you love it? Then everybody, everything's successful, and they determine what's too much. It blows my mind. Well, what gets me is I did so much for a lot of people, and I ended up getting the shit into the stick. Well, yeah, yeah, well, was, you know, the, yeah, the game ain't over, Rudy. <laughs> We're going to have the last laugh. No, it ain't over. But uh, even with the Sahara, you know, everybody was afraid of the mob, the mob. When I was there, they had a junket. Uh, a junk. There were there were junkets going on. You know what a junket is? Yep, yep. You pay so much, and then you fly out, and you get everything comped. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how this guy that did junkets that I used to go on. I used to go to the Tropicana with them. But he was tied in with wise guys, you know, good fellas. Right. So all of a sudden, did I ever tell you this story? Go ahead. No, I don't think so. So he, all of a sudden, I get a call from him at the Sands. I get, I mean, at the Sahara, I get paid. He says, you son of a bitch, what are you doing there? I said, who the fuck is this so-and-so? I said, what do you mean, what am I doing here? I says, I met this guy that owns the place when he was playing piano in Florida, and uh, he invited me over to do the shows, and uh, that's what I'm doing. Why don't you call us? We want to come out there and do the, you know, do the, the junket. I said, I got nothing to do with that. Don't tell me that. He says, uh, oh, the accountant. At the Sahara, told him that I am one on one. He used the word one on one with the owner. He says, What does that mean, one on one? He says, You're in the owner's office every day. The accountant told me. I says, Yeah, I got, I got to submit shows. If, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. All right, uh, uh, Tom. Anyways, yeah. I think they got afraid that I was tied in with the good fellows, and that was it. But uh, Tom, I gotta wrap it up. I got some people. I got my doctors here. Okay, Rudy. Go. We'll see you next week. All right. And, take care. Uh, take care of yourself. All right. Bye bye. All right. So long. I'm gonna thank everybody for calling in. I t- don't go away because I'm gonna prove my point with that song. I'm going to play the Thriller. Let's see if I'm I'm wacky or what. I want Billy Porter to uh, not to dismiss me as kind of. Uh, let's see. This is, let's see. I know that this is a long intro to this song. Yeah, here we go. Michael Jackson's Thriller and Peaches and Herbs Groove Thing. Uh, somebody was messing with some beats somewhere, I'm convinced.
see, we're out of gas. So, what are we gonna do now? I'm sorry I didn't believe you. Can I ask you something? What? You know I like you, don't you? Yes. And I hope you like me the way I like you. Yes. I was wondering if you would be my girl. Oh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Official. I have something I want to tell you. Yes, Michael. I'm not like other guys. Of course not. That's why I love you. No, I mean I'm different. What are you talking about?
got 781-816. I won't give the rest of the number. Thank you for calling. Who have we got? Yeah, this is uh, Bruce Watson calling from Boston, Mass. Hey, Bruce. Thank you so much for calling Sugar Shack Radio. How's everything going over there? We are having a we having a time. Unfortunately, Rudy isn't here right now. So evidently, you sound like a guy that was at the shack. Yeah, I was there every night. One of the oh best clubs man, that I've ever been to in my entire life. And they had live entertainment uh, from the from the top stars all over the world that would come there. Each and every night, and they wouldn't—they wouldn't come for one-nighters. They would come and stay for seven days a week. And you and got that prices, right. And the prices were low. The entertainment was on point. Uh, it was just a magnificent place to go every night. And you never knew who you was going to meet there. Uh, you know, other superstars would come in, come in incognito, and just sit down and enjoy the show. And uh, you got a chance to, to you know, to um, to mix and mingle with some of these superstars that would come in there, and uh, they never shied away with, uh, you know, talking with us, uh, you know, people that were sitting there just enjoying the show. Oh, you're right. You're so right. You know, I I grew up in Roxbury, married a girl from Roxbury, and we grew up with with soul music and you know we heard it a cappella on the streets we heard it on the radio we listened to wild and then we started hanging out the shack and i blame that shack for falling in love i said because there was no way you could go to the shack and listen to the delphonics and the stylistics and the shy lights all of those cats the manhattans and the, and, yes. and all those cats live and not fall in love and, and and not just that, and and you talking about fashion, uh, you talking about fashion. I mean, it was uh, it was showtime every single night. I mean, when people came, they they put on their best clothing, and uh, they came to enjoy the show, man. And it was just uh, magnificent, you know. You know, no one, you no one ever came in. With sneakers and jeans or or any of that, that was for outside and daytime. But uh, everyone would always come in with their finest. <clears throat> um, you know, they come up in with their Mercedes, their Cadillacs, their Rolls Royces. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, you know, uh, you know, you know, men and women alike. You know, with their mink coats on, the mink hats. Uh, you know. <laughs> You know the jewelry, you know with the with the diamond brooches and the diamond rings, and it was just um, magnificent. And I remember the first time I ever went to the Sugar Shack, and I wasn't really even supposed to be in there. And uh, because this lady took me there, and and Rudy's standing there, and she says to him, "He can't come in here," because he knew I was young. But they allowed me to come in. It was on New Year's Eve. It was the first time I ever went to Sugar Sack. And uh, I was just amazed by just by, you know, what was going on there. And she told him, make sure he drinks Coke. And which I did. <laughs> which I did. And uh, I, I just had, like, the best time. And, and Rudy was always a gentleman. 
and and uh, the other gentleman Frank that was there, it was always professional. And um, God, I wonder who Frank was. I don't. I don't that wasn't Sticker, was it? Was he at the door? Uh, yeah, at the door. At the door. <laughs> yeah, that's Sticker. Yeah, Frank. So his name was Frank. Interesting. Right. Right. Yeah, that 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 was like some of the greatest times you know in my life oh. because even on oh. even on Sunday, even on Sunday they even had matinees for uh, you know for the young people, you know which was great because you know they got a chance to uh, to be in a setting and and kind of like act like an adult. And, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a it was a life um, a life lesson, you know you know how to how to how to act mature. You know, and um, how to respect, you know, how to respect ladies and, and how to respect each other. And I don't know, those those days seem to be kind of like gone, you know. Uh, no, I don't think, Bruce, I don't think seem to be. They are gone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Most definite, most de- yeah, most definite. Um, yeah, I, you know, a lot of, you know, some of my friends that are still alive and kicking, you know, we, we discussed those days, man, and just... Uh, you know, reminisce in, in some of the photographs that are still hanging around. Um, you know, you know of the uh, you know Rudy Sugar Shack man. That 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 joint was the best man. That was the best. And I don't think there will ever be another place like that. I I explained to my children, you know, how it used to be when we could go out and and see live entertainment, and um, you know, I mean, we didn't like uh, we didn't have to worry about you know, anybody getting shot or any of that, that, that just wasn't happening. Um, you know, we can go in and, you know, and then the thing was like, we didn't even have to spend a lot of money to, to go out and enjoy yourself and have a good time. And the music, the music would never compare uh, to today. I mean, most of the songs today, they all sound the same to me. Of course they do. Cause uh, they're all using electronic music. Yeah. They sound the same. So, Every once in a while, there'll, there'll be a special song that'll come out that I, you know, I may enjoy. But um, you know, but back then, everyone had their own special sound. You knew, you knew exactly who it was when you when you heard that song. You know, whether it was the old days, James Brown, or um, you know, any of them dudes, man. You know, or, or females for that matter. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the best top notch down there. You know, for little money. Uh, can I ask how old you are? 62. Okay, and I'm 69. And here it is. The club's been closed for 40 years. It started 50 years ago. And here it is that many years later, and we're still talking about the place. Well, of course. Like that, I mean, um, there would never be another Rudy Sugar Shack. Never. I mean, never. um that that place was just so unique, you know, and um, it was just like, um, you know, and the thing was, it wasn't it wasn't the type of club that was like, um, how can I say, um, it was like you know a big flash when you you know you was like where's it at, you know where's it at, you know you could walk right past Rudy Sugar Shack and and, and never know you can walk past it. That's uh, true. <laughs> Yeah, you, it was something. There was something uh, mysterious about even finding the place, you know. And uh, you had to go downstairs. You got down in the cellar, you know. And of course, you knew 
that there was something going on because of all the pimp mobiles that were all the way up and down Boylston Street. Oh, most definitely. And I remember, um, like, um, New Year's. Um, I, I know Rudy used to always try to book James Brown on New Year's. Yeah. And um, and it cost $6 to get in. I know. I think, huh? I, I think, I think on, on that night, no, I think on that night it was probably like $10. But if you call ahead right. of time and try to get like a reservation and you know get set yep. up with the champagne and all that, yep. Yeah. I mean, it was just a great night. Come on, man. And I mean, you know, was, anybody who was ever there is never forgot the Sugar Shack. I mean, it was like, um, you know, if you if you watch what goes on in Hollywood and how they dress out there on the red carpet. You know, it was like that every night. Every night. Every <laughs> single night it was a show. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was great, man. You know, I I seen every group that you, you, you name, I, I seen them all. I mean I this there were so many of them and, and you know, they would come like every week. It was a different a different um, artist every week. You know, so Yeah, and the best and the best. and, and even and, though they had they started there without any hits. Even when they had the hits, they came back. Yeah, and then they also had some of the some of the the local groups come in. Um, yeah, the Lords. Things, you know. Yep, the right. Lords the come Lords. in. They yeah, they, they became yeah. big. The, yeah, the Lords, uh, the Ambitions, and uh, who else was used to come through there? Uh, um, Unifics. Well, the Unifics was one of the first groups that came through there. I think. Back in the day, Christmas. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. The, uh, what do you call it? Uh, some of the groups back in the day, Teddy Pendergrass, before he uh, was even Teddy Pendergrass. That's uh, right. He was with Harold Melvin. Yeah, it was Harold Melvin, yeah. You know, he, he was used to walk drummer. around Boston. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He used to walk around Boston and, like, uh, you know, you could walk right past him if you didn't even know who he was. You know, and um, um, you know, Major Somebody Harris. Said he had an orange Cadillac or something. He used to ride around Roxbury and. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes, he did. I, matter of fact, I was in someone's uh, house one time, and he was there. And uh, I'm, I'm just looking at this guy. I'm like, man, he looks so familiar, man. You know, he looks. <laughs> I saw my friend. He looks so familiar. And then I goes to him and I said, "You look familiar. Do I know you?" He was so modest about it. You know what I mean? So he didn't even want to even say who he was. You know? <laughs> I said, don't, "I says, don't worry. I'm not gonna alarm the neighborhood." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rudy and he were very, very good friends. Rudy saved him one time from a from a bunch of cops who had mistaken identity. And uh, wow. yeah, and Rudy wow. had him. He 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 loved Rudy so much. He gave Rudy a free week of his entertainment at Rudy's club down in Florida. Is that right? Yeah. And then Rudy and he drove from Miami to Philadelphia a couple of times. They didn't. Rudy didn't like to fly, and they used to just hang for two or three days on that ride back. Wow, see, you know what? That that's what I liked about about Rudy. I mean, there were times, there were a few times I didn't even have money to go into the shack, right? 
and because he knew me, he would just let me go by. Yeah. He would just yeah. let me go by. You know, because he knew well, me. I got to talk to right. I got to talk to Sticker Frank one night, and he, yeah. I never paid again. I never paid again. He knew me when I was like thirteen years old. That was the first time I ever went. Thirteen. And I used wow. to go and uh, do the, uh, they used to have the Coke sips on Sundays, you know, and, um, two shows, two shows uh, um, on Sunday, uh, you know, Coke sip. I'm like, you know, you pay like two or three dollars and go see like this live entertainment. Come on, man. You can never, you can never, duplicate, you can't duplicate that. You can't duplicate no. it. No way. You, you know, can't, you well, you know what we're trying to do here. You know, we got a documentary going, don't you? Yeah, I heard about it. I heard about it. Um, uh, people here in Boston, they know about it. Um, matter of fact, there is someone that's, um, this, um, he's a photographer, and he has pictures um, going all the way back to those days. Wow. Uh, his Did, name is Kenny Do you know Bud. this fellow? Yeah, his name's Kenny Bud. And I, I know, I know like he, I know he's a friend. I know he's a friend of of Rudy Sugarset. I know on Facebook. Okay. Kenny Butt, because he's supposed to be doing something. Um, um, he's supposed to be doing a a Boston documentary. And this guy got pictures like of anybody that's you know, um, I don't know. They they gave a they used to give um outside concerts you know up in White Stadium. And, oh yeah, um, and the OJ's were there, right? With with Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor was up there, and uh, oh yeah, okay. And, yeah, so he has photographs. I, you know, he he had took a photograph of me up there, and I was like, man, I said, man, I like to have that photograph. You got it, and um, and, and I do have it, you know. So, um, I know he has photographs of um, you know that, that show that was up there. But um, wow, wow. What's his? How do you spell his last name? B U D D. Yeah, you got it. Okay, and um, I I'm not gonna. I got your number here, and it, you, um, and you're Buster. No, I'm Bruce. Oh, I'm sorry, Bruce. I know. I'm sorry. Begin with Bruce, and your last name? Watson. Okay, Bruce Watson, and I'm gonna. I won't say your number. But I'm going to write your number down because yeah, would you be willing to? to um, they called me Hollywood back in the day. Oh, okay, great. Because I was supposed uh, to be, I was supposed to be bound for Hollywood. <laughs> ah, weren't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what did you end up doing? What did you end up doing for a living? Oh, I don't know. I just like. Um, you know, I ended up working, doing all kinds of types of work, man. You name it, I started doing it. You know, um, I um, I worked I worked some construction for a while, and uh, I worked in a bank for a while. Um, I mean, I'm retired now, so you know, I mean, I don't. I I just I sit around and listen to music all the time. There we go. Well, we'd like yeah. to uh, talk to you and maybe put you in the documentary if you're willing. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I, I, I know. I mean, you know, like um, 
you know, there, there's other people that's it, that's in my circle, and um, they would love it. You know, I have a friend that lives in D.C. now, and uh, and 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 you know, and we always talk about those days. You know what I mean? We we go back to those days when it was you know fun, you know, and uh, <clears throat> and just how many people used to be downtown Boston at that time, you know. I said, man, we used to come down there, man. We, used to, man, we there's nowhere to park. There's nowhere to park. There was, yeah, there's nowhere to park, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you you try to you try to get to you know close to the door, you know. But you know, you had to park, man, two or street, two or three streets uh, over, you know, in order to you know go down up in up in there. You know what I mean? Like if you want to enjoy the show, you know. I think it was the blizzard of 1977. I think it was no. I think it was in seventy-seven. No, 78. this wasn't. No, this wasn't the blizzard of seventy-eight. Oh yeah, seventy-seven. Because right, the club closed in seventy-seven. We had there was a blizzard, right? And I forget who I even see that seen that night. And we come out, and we and you know, I came out. You know, we even came out, man. We we thought we was gonna you know take a taxi home, and we couldn't get a taxi. And we ended up walking from from downtown Boston all the way to Eggleston Square. Ooh, ooh, in the snow! Oh my God! The snow, the snow was almost like ankle deep, and I, oh. I had on these, I had on, you know, I had on these half boots, right? Half, there was only yeah. half boots. There was, there was no more good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like. I'm, you couldn't. I couldn't even hardly walk in the snow. It was so bad. But uh, and, and there's no one out. You know, there's no 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 taxis running. It's just, just us walking. You know, I mean, it was like I think it was like five of us walking. <clears throat> and uh, I, I I don't even remember who was who was there that night that we went to go see. <laughs> It's really hard for people to comprehend what we're talking about <clears throat> because there was a feeling that you got that you only could get at the Sugar Shack, and it stayed with you to the point that it's almost 50 years later, and we all want to go back to the Sugar Shack. We would give anything to go into that club and live it like it was. And I mean, when when the sugar shack closed, there was there was an emptiness in Boston. Oh yeah, yeah. There was, and you know what? What made it even worse because because uh, WILD right radio station had like uh, you know I don't know what happened to it. it. It just shut down, and there was no more WILD in Boston. And I'm like, I mean, you mean to tell me we can't even listen to the, the music that we love? I mean, what, I know. what's going on? And even now, even now, there's, uh, you know, they they have this, uh, I don't know, like it's called Touch Touch Radio or something, and they they play a little portion here and there, but it's it's the the music is not the same. You know, you can't listen to, you know, old school music, school music uh, on the radio unless you, uh, you know, you know, unless you have like the modern radios today. You know what I mean? You can just Listen to whatever you want to listen to, but right. it's not like it's not live. It's not like 
That's right. You, know, you don't have a DJ. Well, you know, we had Skippy White on the show one time. Right, 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 right. In fact, uh, we went to Skippy's. He still has a place over in Eggleston Square, and we went there and we uh, filmed him. We did a video on him live, so we've got that captured. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because he had a few joints. He had the one on Mass Avenue. I think that was the original one. Uh, yeah. Mass in um, Mass in Columbus. Right, right, right. And then, then Northampton there, right. Yeah, Northampton. And then he opened one yep. in Cambridge. Yeah. Um, um, so, well, we'd you, really like to get you and a couple of your buddies and come down and get the camera going and get you guys filmed. Okay. Well, I mean, you're you know, in, you're and get in it straight from the right? horse's mouth. What's that? Okay. You're in Vegas, right? No, no, no. Rudy's in Vegas. I'm here in Boston. Oh, you're in Boston. Oh, yep. Okay, that's Oh, that's good stuff. That's good yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. So myself and George Wilson and Billy Porter are all involved in this documentary. George Wilson, um his wife um Darcel is a, a teacher at uh, Berkeley School of Music. She's got a fantastic voice. She's a voice teacher. And uh-huh. George plays the saxophone, and he's a filmmaker and uh, also oh, a sound okay. guy. And uh, so we got together. I mean, this is, you know, just like the Sugar Shack, don't you feel the Sugar Shack was meant to be? I mean, Rudy didn't even plan that, but it was meant to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When that club opened up, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I used to hear about it when I was a kid, you know, because you know, all, you know, you know, most of most of the people that was around me, the grown folks, so to speak, right, and they and they, they were going there, and then um, and then, like I said, uh, one night I went to I'm, one night I go to my sister's house and and it's New Year's Eve and they were all dressed to the nines, right? I'm like, where are you all going? And they're talking about that's where they were going. So they told me, they said, well, go home and get one of your suits out of the closet and put it in a bag and bring it over here and get dressed over here. I said, are they going to let me in? I was like, are they going to let me in? (laughs) Are they going to let me in? I'm just a kid. They going to let me in? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Matter of fact, her name was Francine. And you, if you ask Rudy about Francine, he knows Francine well. Um, um, Francine is no longer with us, but um, um, yeah, she she took me up in there, man. You know, and I, I'm walking in there with these with, with three women. I'm the only dude, right? I'm the only only guy, <laughs> right? So, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, they're living the life. They 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 they're, they're in the life. You know what I'm saying? So the way they're dressed, right? I said, who this peewee pimp coming in here, right? <laughs> this peewee pimp. I'm, I'm playing my role walking in there. It's like camera action. <laughs> I'm playing my role. I'm playing the role, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Were you doing the strut? Were you doing the pimp strut? Yes, and I was strutting all the way to the bar, right? All I could drink was Coca-Cola, bro. And uh, what else I drink? Um, uh, ginger ale with grenadine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Shirley Temple. 
Yeah, yeah, with with the cherry. With the cherry. With, with, yeah. with the cherry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, didn't have to, I didn't have to pay for none of that for the whole night, man. I just sat there and just sip, sip, sip all night. Oh, you must have been in heaven watching those groups and you're a little guy like that, watching this live yeah. and all these adults and all those yeah. clothes and the pimps yeah. and the gangsters. Yeah, and you know the thing was, and when I left out of there with those three women, and them older dudes, they all looking at me, right? <laughs> looking, looking at me, I mean puzzled. I mean puzzled. I'm like, this is just a kid. What has he got? We ain't got. <laughs> what does he have? He don't have. <laughs> Was it, there was a scene in one of the uh, genre movies, one of the pimp, uh, you know, whether it was Shaft or it was people, was it not people something, people, people, I remember seeing that and involved a youngster having a, getting uh, broken in at a young, young age. <laughs> right. And you, and you know what, and you know what I, and you know what I had? I had a faint bank, bank roll. Ah, I had a, like that I had a, money. No, no, no. I took some um, newspaper and I cut it up to the same size as as the bill. And I had a fifty dollar bill, and I put the fifty dollar bill on top, and I put a rubber band around it. It was so, it was so thick, it was so thick, right. <laughs> And every once in a while, I would just pull it out, right, and just, just look at it and look at it and see who was watching me. It's dark. You can't tell. You couldn't. You couldn't tell if it was real or not. All you could see was the, the fifty dollar bill on top. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know My how God. blessed were we to live through those times? And. Some of the best times I had. No, we all yeah. did. You know that's why, that's why there's so much passion in this. I mean, George and I just got back a couple of weeks ago. We flew all the way to Missoula, Montana, to interview George Clinton and ask him about his days at the Sugar Shack. Yeah, when, I remember when they. Yeah, when there was Parliament. Yep. The group, the, the group Parliament before Funkadelic. Yep. Yep. Oh man. Yep. Yep, wow. it's um, yeah, we got some uh, you know, you know it's just we're so proud of this project, so proud of being able to talk to Rudy every week, so proud of what we're going to show to the world. We're going to make make the Sugar Shack, you know, infinite. It's it's going to be eternal. It'll be remembered forever when should, we get through with this show. Be. It should be. I mean. Absolutely. I mean, it was it was a time. It was a period. It was the only yeah, like, it, really professional club that was going on in Boston. That was like, uh, you know, uh, you know, how can I say? It's just, it's it's really hard to explain. Um, well, there's nothing been like it before or since. It was the real deal, man. You know, I, know I always was, tell a story that I my my wife. My first wife and I, before we got married, we went to Italy, and we spent oh. a couple of weeks in Italy, and we went everywhere. So all the wonders of the world. Saw the Colosseum, and went to 
to uh, Florence and went up to, uh, uh, you know, um, what am I trying to say, Venice. And then I said to her, she had to go back. I was staying. I had a few more months to stay. And I said to her, I said, of all the places you've seen, all the places we've been in the world, I already knew the answer. What is the most different place in the world? And she, I didn't even get, I got as far as what is the most different, and she yelled, Sugar Shack. <laughs> right. You know, she says, there's no, I place, remember, no place like the Sugar Shack. You know, I mean, just the people that you, 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 I mean, you could meet and did meet. You know, I remember the first time I met Jay Leno, right? Down in the Sugar Shack, Jay Leno. And, um, you know, who wouldn't who would who would know that he would become this like TV icon or like you know become the person that he was? That's amazing. Now, did he? That's I'm so glad you brought that up because there's been a lot of controversy of whether or not he was there or not. Was he the DJ? Jay Leno. Yeah, I'm not even sure if he was it. I, I mean, I just remember seeing him down there. I mean, at the time, he wasn't even that important. Right. Did He He wasn't performing. Or he wasn't on stage. He didn't do comedy, did he? No, no, no. Cause he was just time, in the club. He, yeah. It, you know, he would come in the club, but he wouldn't, you know, I, I would see him in there, like, you know, here and there. Um, But like I said, Jay Leno wasn't really that important, you know, because... Uh, um, was he, a comedian? I was he must have been well. He must have been doing comedy at the time, or was he a student? At, right. how, yeah, I mean, well, like how I did said, you even remember he, who it was? I didn't even know he was even doing comedy. I mean, because he, oh, he like, just talked to you. Yeah, because he, would he talk used to, to you? be downtown. He used to be. He was just like any of us that used to just be downtown Boston, and wow. we would recognize each other because you know I seen you before. And you see somebody once, and then you recognize them again. You say, hey, what's happening? You know, and um, I didn't even know his name was Jay Leno. Okay, but, you know, because he was, like I said, he was like a nobody. You know what I mean? And he used to be downtown like almost every night. Um, and and he, used to, he used to come through the sugar shack. He used to come through there. And... Um, if you was ever to ask him, he would tell you that. Yeah, well, and, we uh, just may reach out to him and get him to uh, to do that. Absolutely. And his and his most famous place to stand was across the street from um, where was that? Uh, the, the, it was a pizza place at the corner. Yeah, yeah, King yeah. The, the King of Pizza. The King of Pizza. Him and this him and this other guy he used to hang around with. They used to always be together all the time. But sometimes you would see Jay Leno by himself, you know. I mean, you know, he was just like us, you know, just hanging and just, you know, looking for a good time. But, you know, fortunate that he, I mean, who would, I never would thought, you know, I remember Jay Leno, he had a head full of hair, you know, <laughs> strange looking guy, but he was nice, yep. he was a nice guy, you know. Yep. Who, who yep. would ever know? He would ever know that he would, you know, make it to where he made it, you know? Unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. There were so many cool people that right you run through there. And remember, I heard that uh, George Clinton told us Bobby Orr went through there. 
Hey, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible because that was like one of the number one places to go as far as, uh, you know, um, you know, the top-notch live entertainment, you know? Yep. Yep. You know, if you if you if you enjoy music and um, you know, you like to sit an artist and you know there's gonna be down there and uh, you know, you can just pick your night that you was gonna go and just go. Oh, it was it was incredible. I mean I, I my first group was the Hot Nuts, I saw them and then uh I saw the Magnificent Men and then um then I Big Night was like a year or so later, walked in I, on a dare from, I was at the University of Connecticut, and this guy was talking about how great that uh, the clubs in Pittsburgh were. I said, oh, no, 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 you don't know that. You don't know what a club is. And uh, what, the next thing I know, I called uh, the Sugar Shack. I said, who's there tonight? And they said, uh, Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions. Right. And I, and I put uh, my hand over. I said, the, I said the Curtis, Curtis Mayfield Impressions, you want to go? We jumped in the car in Stewart's, Connecticut, and flew up, the, put our suit coats and ties on, walked down into the sugar, it, never forget it, opened the door, and there was Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions in their white tuxedos and the lights on them saying, keep on pushing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I've seen that show. I've seen that show. Yeah, yeah I've I seen that one. Yeah, I've seen that show. I've seen Jackie Wilson down there. Oh, my God. You saw Jackie Wilson. See, you got in You got in underage before I got there. I thought I had to be of age. But my, I, mean, I would have given anything Wilson. to see Jackie Wilson. He was, um, um, he was when, they, when they called him Mr. Entertainment, um, uh, he would, he, you know, like even even the lighting, right? He would say, you know, you know, this before his next song, right? Let's say he's getting ready to get into a ballad. He would say, uh, "Paint me blue." Wow! And then the blue, and the blue light spotlight would hit him, and it was just amazing. Just you know, just how he would do things, and uh, he would not have just one lighting on him. He would have different lightings, and you know, he would have certain key, uh, uh, certain things that he would say. Uh, in order to change his change his lighting, yeah, I, I see him down there. Amazing, Bruce. Yeah, we I, definitely I, we got definitely got to have you interviewed, my friend. You give us some insights that we haven't heard in this whole time we've been doing these podcasts. Yeah, I can give you some. I can give you some broadside on that, and and I can even let you know other people that. Um, you know that used to go there every night, and they, people that have pictures of uh, the. You, know, that, you have your keys. Yeah, but Jada's outside. Uh, um, that have pictures um, of of you know what's going, you know, what was going on inside as well. Um, um, like some of some of the some of the players from way back in the day. Um, and how they were dressed at the bar and all that. You know, you can you can have those pictures and and add them Beautiful. to the document. You know. Beautiful. Beautiful. So where are you living now? What town? You got a seven eight one number. Yeah, I, I'm up in. I'm on the Lynn Swampskit line. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I'm up there. Now. All right. Well, listen. We're gonna. Uh, this is just the first. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. We we just missed Rudy. 
But we're going to do this yeah. next Thursday, and I got your number, and I'm going to call you from the studio. Okay. And All right. then you can connect to Rudy, and we can go through some of these things. But this was a pivotal call. We gave us some great pieces of a puzzle that missing, especially the fact we got to get to Jay Leno and talk to him about his days at the Sugar Shack. And, right, um, right, right. I love it. Like I, I love said, it. Anytime you don't know what celebrity was going to show up in the sugar shack. Yeah. And, and one of them came because there were certain there were certain places in the sugar shack where people would sit, and um, people of um, they want to keep a low profile. They was at like uh, where the first bars at, all the way to the back. Yep. Yeah, People you can hide in that corner. That's where the jukebox yeah. was. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Yep, <laughs> right, where the jukebox was, because the jukebox used to be in the front. When you came in, you turned to the left there. It used to be a jukebox there at one time. But yeah, right, and they had it in the back, on, on the, in the first, in the first box. All that can do is right, just, man. you know. Have those memories in my head, and that's it. You got some you great memories. You remember it really well. You must have been in there a lot. I told you I was in there every night. That was <laughs> like my second home. That was my second home. <laughs> that was my second home. That was my second home. <laughs> my second home. Sometimes I used to go in there like in the daytime, right? In yeah. the daytime, I would just stop in there because maybe I had to use the bathroom or something. I'd be, I'd be the, like the only one in there. But, uh, and you know. And, so you really you know, got to know Rudy then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, unbelievable, Bruce. I can't thank you enough for calling in. I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, I got your number. I'll call you next week. And if okay. you think of it, every Thursday you call in. Be a regular, will you please? Oh, yeah, I will. I will. Man, I will. thank you. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, how much right, of the man. show did you li- listen to today? Did you listen to much of it? Yeah, some of it. Some of it. I just came in on the tail end, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you. Thank you. We're going uh, We're gonna do this. We're going to get okay. you on this film. All right. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Have- have a good day. You have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week, please. Okay, you got it. All right, take care. Bye. All right. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're still with us, wasn't that fantastic? I tell you what, I'm going to go back. i got to prove my point. I'm going to play a couple of seconds of this here. I, I know somebody caught the beat on that song, Thriller. Okay, come on. So please. Please, I think somebody's going to sue somebody after I get off this phone.
guest, please come back next week. Great show. We're always going to surprise these days. You never know who's calling in. That was Bruce Watson. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.